0: Welcome to the Sports Grad Podcast, where we empower you with the answers to your burning questions to accelerate your career into the sports industry. We are your hosts, Melbourne-based sports administrators Ruben Williams and Ryan Walker. Join us as we share unique and personal examples as well as relatable information, and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free episodes. Want to swipe our signature framework to add awesome experience to your resume? Download our free ebook Four Steps to Create Outstanding Work Experience in Sport, at sportsgrad.com.au. Now sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest episodes released every Tuesday and Thursday.
1: Ruse, we're getting into the back end of November now, which means the November Mo's are currently off the charts across the board. I've seen some absolutely horrific ones on social media and all around the place. One thing uh, that is really important at this stage of uh, of Movember is to keep the rest of your face nice and clean, uh, which is why I've been rocking my executive blade pretty frequently over the past month, mainly to highlight the moustache, but also just to make sure I don't look too horrific with a really long mow and the rest of my face not being as long. So, um, yeah. The executive blade has done me wonders this month, uh, has made me feel feel great. If you want to look and feel great as well, Sports grad listeners can head to the link in our show notes to access the Dollar Shave Club starter box for just fifteen dollars. Plus, you get your ten dollars off your second delivery. Inside, you'll find a range of top shelf grooming products, perfect for both men and women. So head to the show notes now for more details and take advantage of that terrific offer. Hello and welcome to the SportsGrade podcast. I am Ryan Walker and with me as always is the night owl himself,
0: Ruben Williams. How are you today, Good day, Ryan. I'm very well. I'm well rested today. Thank you for, for that introduction. Your moustache is looking glorious, so it's fantastic to see the effort that you've gone to and lovely to see... How clean the rest of your face is looking with the use of that executive razor blade and a tube of Dr. Carver's shape i butter. No doubt.
1: Thank you, mate. Uh, yeah, the mo is getting rather itchy. Uh, I must say. So, um, looking forward to December. Uh, it's going to be a good day shaving it off with my executive blade. Um, but yeah, uh, it's been a big month of hair, and it's been quite quite rogue. But um, no, it was good to get involved again. A um, bit of context also for those listening, the night owl reference just now. I uh, woke up this morning uh, and saw that I had an email from Ruben at one thirty-three am um, So, it just got me thinking, what does this man do with his time? Um, it's truly bizarre, but he's a, he's a man on a mission. So, I commend <laughs> that, Rups. I do commend it. Uh, well, you know, sports grad's got to get up somehow. Absolutely, absolutely. It's commitment to the cause uh, and we love that. So um, without further ado, we'll get cracking. Well, no, first of all, Roos, we've got to thank the listeners. I can't get that wrong. So thank you very much for being part of the show today and by downloading uh, and getting involved. We really appreciate it. We're we're discussing today uh, five power moves to pull in interviews, which is a huge topic. um, And we've got Our man Rubes, ready to go here.
0: So um, what have you got for us, Rubes? Yes, massive topic. And firstly, your main thought about interviews may be that they have all the power and you have none. If you feel powerless, you're going to act less convincing than you are and you'll be less influential than you need and want to be. So the purpose of preparation is to increase your influence on the panel. So in this episode, you will find five ways to build your influence. But being more powerful and influential may require risks. So doing some things you haven't done before. Some things you should think of in calculating the risk of an action are what could you lose by getting it wrong? Will the risk challenge the panel's authority, self-esteem, or will it be too much for them to bear or for you to bear? Can you carry it off without a major increase in your personal anxiety? Would it be suitable for you? That is, would it fit your style, your personality? So consider those things before pulling off any sort of power move because there is a risk involved. So where can you get your power from? What are some of the influence levers that you can pull? Number one is have an entry and closing strategy. To do this, decide what's the first impression you want to make? What is the last lasting impression you want to make? When thinking about this, plan out your introduction, even have a small talk topic in mind or a relevant question that will help you break the ice and ease the nerves just to help you know that you are in control. Likewise, plan your exit, thank the panel for their time, reinforce the key points you want to make and feel confident knowing that you've made an opening and a final impression that you are proud of and are happy to impart on the interview panel. Lovely, mate.
1: I think... One thing in that is is the, the planning. I think planning it out, it
0: builds confidence. So I think that's a good starting point. What's number two? Number two is dress up one level from your normal workplace level. So if you wear a tie, then do. If you wear a tie but not a jacket, add the jacket and so on. These days, what you wear to work is starting to relax. For example, Cricket Australia, as you and I know well, Ryan, went from a compulsory tie to just a jacket and now it's dress for your day and of course what you say in the interview will count for more than what you wear but don't disregard what your appearance signals to the interview panel they're going to be much older than you usually so they still may have some traditional views on appearance in an interview so dress up one level from what you normally would or what the company normally would and signal that you're serious about landing the job
1: fantastic i think You've just you've got to look your absolute best in an interview. So I like that point around just levelling up one level from from where
0: you are already. So um, yeah, it's a good one. Number three, number three, control your body language. Think about the way you move. If you're at an in-person interview, think of stepping straight forward at the first introduction, shaking hands cleanly and firmly with all panel members, establishing eye contact with the handshake. Think about how you sound. This includes the tone, the rhythm, the speed, the volume. All of this will show you're confident and competent, which will increase the first impression that you're trying to make. This is a really good one.
1: I I think looking as relaxed you can be without looking like you're too relaxed is key as well. Just trying to look like you're completely natural in that setting um, shows you're confident and also quite calm. So, if you're sort of slouched over or you you laid back too much, you might, you know, look like you're overconfident or you, you're too nervous, that kind of thing. So, try and look natural, I think. Mm. Number
0: four. Yeah. And that also kind of signals of what you might be like on the job or if you have to be pulled into an important meeting. And if you look like you're going to be extremely nervous and, and pack your dacks in, in that meeting, um, then you're probably less likely to get the job but number four is show your level of motivation for the job. This should be evident in the overall way you present and explicit in statements of your interest, such as, I find this kind of work really exciting or motivation such as, such as, this is exactly the position I'm looking for to expand my experience and challenge my capabilities. One of the interviewer's goals is to get facts about the candidate's skill, experience and aptitude. So, by displaying your motivation, you are ticking off that last one of of implying a natural ability to do the job. So, number four is show your level of motivation for the job explicitly through some of your statements. Yeah, I love that. I think sort of showing your motivation but also showing
1: why you think you're, you're perfect for it. So, explicitly say, I think this suits me perfectly because or I can do this great because I did this. Being really confident in, in, in that motivation and your ability to do it is, is going to really come
0: across really well. Number five. Number five is demonstrate intervention skills. That is gaining or regaining control of the direction of the interview. So being able to ask a question or interrupt to clarify what's happening when you are confused or even better, before you get confused, anxious, defensive, etc. For example, when you need clarification, saying something like, I'm not too clear what you're asking. Could you say that in another way or give me an example of what you mean? Or simply restate their question to them in slightly different words to test your understanding of it. Another intervention skill is being able to interrupt and jump in to suggest a redirection or to ask for clarification, such, me, such as, excuse me, Ryan, uh, just a moment. I would like to check out something you've said before you go on, namely yada, yada, yada. So, coming prepared with those intervention skills uh, in mind can allow you to uh, regain control and not allow anything to pass by without your understanding of it first. Awesome, mate. Five pretty significant power moves there. Can you give us a quick summary before we wrap up? Sure thing. Number one was have an entry and a closing strategy. Number two was dress up one level from the workplace Number three, control your body language. Number four, show your level of motivation for the job. Number five, demonstrate intervention skills. Awesome. Thank you very much,
1: mate. And thank you very much to our listeners for tuning in. A reminder to please hit subscribe if you haven't already seen it miss it on any future episodes. Drop us a rating and leave us a review. It really does mean so much and helps us put together the show just for you. Thanks again.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Sports Grab Podcast. If you need help with your sports career, head to sportsgrad.com.au and download our free ebook today. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please give us a tag on socials at sportsgrad.